Ladies and gentlemen, it is the final player profile and projection. We made it. We climbed we the it. summit. I cannot believe that we did like 22 of these and oh. it's over. I'm kind of sad. I am a little sad. sad. This was fun, man. I, we you we got it. You know, Jimmy, the John boy himself told us that we would find our rhythm. We really did. Obviously, Arizona started this all. We did our first pods in together in the same room, sitting on the same couch. I miss you. I miss being around. I miss you. my I miss your aura. <laughs> uh, but we did this, man. It was fun. I really liked it. Um, I thought we're. I thought we did a good job. This was like a good bonding for our, hopefully for our listeners and for us to kind of get some really good content coming in. Talk about the Mets moving forward for this season. Uh, it got me like, it was an excuse for me to dive even deeper into the Mets than I already was. Um, and that's great. I hope the fans, the, the listeners really did the same thing um, and kind of dissected it. Even if you didn't, I hope you enjoyed the content. Let us know. Give us some feedback. I, I don't really, um, the only thing I know is I say incredible human being all the time. Mm. It's the only feedback that I got, <laughs> which is cool. I'm all right with it. Uh, I like it, actually. I'm embracing it. It's weird when you say something enough for people, now that being on a podcast, like people hear your repetitive thoughts and, and phrases. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, the the growth of the show has been incredible. A thousand new subscribers on YouTube. We hope that if you're a new listener, you've enjoyed the PPPs. We'll be going strong all season with our Mets coverage. But what a way to end the PPP schedule than with maybe the biggest free agent signing in franchise history, and that's Max Scherzer. Yes, Max Scherzer, the madman himself, Mr. Multiple Cy Youngs, dominant from both leagues, coming into his own high AAV signing. This, to me, was the opening, like, you know, Stevie Cohen moment. He did some really good things, but for me, this was the, I am the Mets owner, and I will do what I want and what I think the team needs to try and be competitive for a World Series. And I love Max Scherzer as a competitor, as a player, as a fan of baseball, I love Stevie Cohen. Like, this is just a very exciting time. We had the Lindor deal. We had the trio of Mets hitters. But this was the big dick this moment. This is it for me because for Max Scherzer did not want to come here, I don't think, initially. He wasn't bought in. You know, being on the Nationals for so long, winning a World Series with the rival, He, I thought he was going to go out west to the Dodgers after, you know, the midseason trade. Um, but he came here to Queens to be our, you know, you know, our guy. And I'm happy he's here, man. I love him. I got to, to share a clubhouse with Scherzer during spring training of 15 before I got traded over to the Mets. Um, you know, we've been around each other a long time, many, you know, um, executive board meetings for the Players Association. He's just an awesome dude. He loves baseball. Um, more than most people. He just loves baseball and he's a competitor. Uh, people are going to love to see him on our team for once. He is an incredible human being and you can also be an incredible human being with today's sponsor, which is... Brought to you by DraftKings. We planned that out before and I'm not going <laughs> to I wanted to do the, the, the cheesy like recording artist. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
Baseball fans, it's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take a swing at Stacks of Green with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Baseball Contests. New customers can play free for thousands in prizes with their first deposit, pick a lineup of two pitchers and eight batters while staying under the salary cap, and rack up points for hit runs, strikeouts, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY, bet just $5, and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook. And we also got to tell you about a special bet that was made last night when Trevor Plouffe made his official World Series prediction for the 2022 season. Um, his pick is now live on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to take that pick alongside him, I mean, his track record is pretty good. So, I mean, your, your money's probably well spent there. So go get in on the action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Ride with Trev, ride with John Boy Media, ride with us. Well done, sir. Thanks, man. I might, you know, I like the uh, the announcer voice, the the movie trailer guy. I'm I mean, you led me in, man. You. Couldn't have I'm done that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the exciting, like, you know, Welcome to Monster Jam kind of guy. <laughs> all right. So we've got, we, all right. We got to talk Max Let's Scherzer. Get into it. <laughs> where, uh, where do you even start, dude? Where do Let's we start, start with how great Max Scherzer has been in his career. Recent history last year. Let's look at, look at this number. So last year he finished third in the Cy Young voting. That was an all-star 14th in MVP voting 30 starts, 179 in the third innings, only 119 hits. Um, and he had 236 strikeouts. His one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth time having over 200 strikeouts in a season. That is absurd. He had a league leading whip of 0.864, a league leading hits per nine at 6.0, and a league leading walks per nine at only 1.8. The guy at 36 years old was incredible. There's no real other way to put it. I mean, he's fully worth the deal that he got. And we did get a whiff of Scherzer and DeGrom in the same game in spring training, which was a lot of fun. Max had a great spring through more innings in a spring training game that I thought I'd ever see out of a pitcher just in general um, with those, uh, I think, six innings that he threw against the Astros. Uh, I don't think that was linked to the hamstring tweak that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Uh, but I mean, let's just go since 2017 here, because that's just been an era of Max Scherzer or dominance with him in the Nationals uniform. His 2.69 ERA in that five-year span is second in MOB, only trailing Jacob deGrom. His 2.80 FIP is second in MOB, only trailing Jacob deGrom. His 0.96 whip in that frame is tied for second in MOB with, you guessed it, Jacob deGrom. His 197... <laughs> uh, ju- Justin Verlander. And that's oh, I don't like him. No, nah. I'm just kidding. I actually love TV. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want it. It ruined it. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I ruined the. I I tried to get it like all in a row there, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I keep could going, just lie. Going. I could just lie. Uh, 197 batting average against in that span, second in MOB to Verlander, and then a 34.2 strikeout percentage. That's tops in MOB. Nobody has been better in the last five years at striking out dudes than Mad Max, who is a New York Met. Hell yeah, God, he's so good. He has been the best pitcher. On a consistent basis since 2013, he's the best in the game. You know, Kershaw kind of fell apart towards, you know, his his health kind of failed him for a while. There's nobody else. Verlander and, and Max Scherzer. 
Um, Verlander had the pre-2013 dominated, but really 2013 on, um, there's some guys, Verlander's in there, but there's he's he's the it. He's this, he's the most dominant pitcher for this long period of time. So we know that Scherzer and DeGrom are probably the two best pitchers in the game right now. The big concern with Mets fans and baseball fans everywhere is the health. And I dove in a little bit because I had my own anxieties as well. And I want to read a stat that really brought me some comfort. Obviously, you never know what a new season holds. Scherzer is the oldest he's ever been. But aside from the 2020 pandemic season, Scherzer has thrown at least 170 innings every single year of his career, except for his rookie year in 2008, where he came up halfway through the season. So Scherzer, the Bulldog, is usually good for about 25 starts, which is such a huge difference maker for this 2022 I mean, The lowest number rotation. of starts is 27, and that was in 2019 when he finished third in the Scion. So I mean, like, as advertised. 170 plus innings. I mean, the, I, I, we'll talk about it a little bit. I, I think the 170 mark might be where we're at um, with how good and deep our bullpen should be. And what we want to do with Max Scherzer, because we want him, he faded last year towards the end. Uh, they started, you know, he had dead arm. He talked about it. I think it was more related to, again, the, the pandemic season, his arm not being built up, the push into the playoffs. Like he, his, his innings in the playoffs aren't even on these stats. What he's done in the postseason, which is, he's won a World Series. This guy has pitched in the postseason and done well, uh, won two World Series. Is that right? Yeah. I let's see. We didn't no, just the one, I think. No, just the one. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um yeah, just just one World Series. Don't let's not get crazy. What a, okay? what a loser. Yeah, come on. How do you not have two? I do want to talk about the dead arm situation though, because as as yeah, I said before, it. uh Trezor was open about it. He told the press that that's what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. It's important to note that he threw an extra 17 innings in the playoffs with Brush, which brought his total near 200 uh, to 196 innings pitched. It was also the usage. He was used four different times in 10 days during the Dodgers playoff run. They leaned on him heavily, used him in relief at the end of the NLDS. And I think that's really probably probably what led to that dead arm, the, the overusage there. I mean, usually you get used about two times in 10 days rather than four. But Scherzer is obviously a guy that's never going to say no to being handed the ball. Um, I think that, you know, it did hurt him in the long run there, but I don't think that this is a, a lingering issue. I think it is a special case there, but if Scherzer is in the playoffs with us again, you know, he likely will want to be used that way. He will, he'll want to be out on the field as much as possible. So. Yeah. I mean uh, the dead arm again, him, like, again, he's, Telling us what was going on, telling the media, the fans of the game, what was going on. It's such a class act. Most guys are like scared, but he's just like, look, this is what I'm going through. Uh, A lot guys go through it every single season. Like it happens. It's hard. Uh, The season is long. The dead arm is a terrible term for your, you just, your arm is tired. Like you doesn't feel the same. It doesn't come out the same. There's no medical reasoning that we have figured out as to why but it's usually like guys talk about the dog days of august that is usually when dead arm hits it's either the beginning right after spring training and after the season and you get into that daily day day day-to-day grind your arm starts to just feel a little bit off and then august after the all-star break and before september it's that like the dog days where you're just your arm is just tired and you can't adrenaline push it through all the time and you just handle it um, but I have no concerns for him arm wise, you know, the hamstring he's is thing, uh, something that he's dealt with in the past. And he talked about it. This is what you do. You just treat it and you, you, you handle it. He's, he's 
seasoned in it. And so we'll, we'll see. So we, about an hour before recording this episode, we got the news of his bullpen that happened today. We're recording on April 5th, which is Tuesday. Uh, He announced that he'll likely pitch game two of the season, which would be Friday, which is tomorrow for the people that are listening right now. Given the rainy forecast for Thursday, uh, it might just turn out to be an opening day start for Max Scherzer. We don't really know if we're going to get that game in in DC on Thursday. Um, He still needs to pass a fielding test to make sure that he can go run and cover first base for any situations with ground balls. But Max Scherzer will be healthy for April. That is the huge takeaway here. uh, Tweaked hamstring aside, which is good news. Yeah, it's very good news. Um, Again, the the fielding test where you've got to cover first base and and jerk movements and, and quick twitch. Um, that's the true test, but even if he can't cover first base, I would rather see him pitch and just stay on the mound. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. We'll just we'll concede, but he numbers. can't do that. Like, I, I don't think you know, you, you do things so long in your muscle memory that if your instincts kick in and you, you're just you know, instead of deciding you don't want to do it, it would probably hurt him more. But I would yeah. still just put up a fence, a little perimeter, maybe a shot collar around the mound, and if he crossed it, he gets a little jolt. <laughs> You know, he already looks like what's the the husky with the two different color eyes. I'm I'm not an advocate for the shot collar. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, on dogs, but a on shot collar might be for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's for it's for a good cause here. We just want to keep him healthy and on the field as much. That's as right. So I mean, the Scherzer being healthy just transforms the rotation. Obviously, it takes us from Bassett being at the top to Bassett being a number two, and it just extends everything. And I think Scherzer's health uh, alluding to DeGrom coming back, you know, in four to six to eight, whatever it may be in terms of weeks, um, having Scherzer here, like we mentioned in the last episode, it makes the Mets prepared for DeGrom's absence, which was not the case last year. The Mets were ill-prepared to handle the loss of the top of their rotation last year. It obviously resulted in the falling apart that ensued afterward. Max Scherzer is the, 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 maybe the best safety net in MLB history. I mean, you never refer to him as a safety net. He is the guy. He has been the guy on every team that he's pitched for it's very interesting to see those two guys interact like we saw in spring training because Max Scherzer is a number two and I don't think he's been a number two in a decade and I think that you know I don't think it's going to affect him mentally because he's like a mental bulldog he's a gamer but at the same time he'll get his time as the Mets ace now which I think is kind of nice you know he'll be at the top I, I know for a fact that he doesn't view himself as a number two um I don't think he will ever concede that nor should he even when Verlander and him shared the the, I don't want to get into it because they knocked us out when I was with Oakland a couple oh, of times. Sorry, man. Scherzer sorry. walked the bases loaded out of the bullpen with nobody out, and then struck out the side. Like it's a thing. You know, you it's said you thing. didn't want to talk about it, but then you talked about it. So yeah, it yeah. Great. I mean, it, I, I'm <laughs> over it, but clearly I'm not over it. Um, but he is he is an ace. It doesn't matter. He thinks he's better than Jacob Degrom. I believe it. I think he believes it, and he he has an argument. Um. And he feels he is an ace. That's part of what makes him great is his belief in himself and his drive to be the best on the planet. Competitive. He's, he is as competitive at it as it gets. And he will use this to be like, I'm the guy. Yeah. This I'll be the Mets fan. I'll they'll put out a statue in Detroit in in Washington and outside of city field. When I'm done with this three years, I'm going to dominate and they're going to love me. And Hell yeah, I'm for it. Absolutely. So, I mean, the uh, 2022 steamer uh, looks at Scherzer. It has 31 games started, 189 innings pitch, which I love. 3.44 ERA, which is kind of high, in my opinion, considering Max Scherzer's track record to this point. 1.06 whip, 11.5K per nine, 2.3 
walk per nine. That's a solid year. I think we'll get an even better year out of Max Scherzer. Yeah, if I'm being totally honest. I agree. I think I think these these numbers are down on him. They think he's going to age, whatever the case may be. Uh, I did a little bit of, of diving into his splits, and I just wanted to see what his career numbers um, in in New York and City Field were. Mm. And he has a no hitter here. So I mean, yeah, he's thing. really good at our ballpark. Um, it's pretty wonderful. So uh, no worries about that. His road home splits as a career are pretty dang even. He just is a great pitcher. No matter where he's at, he's going to be that guy. So that's that's very exciting. But I think he's going to uh, outperform these these steamer projections by by a significant margin. Yeah, three point four four was uh, alarmingly high for me. I get it though. But Father Time's undefeated. I get that whole notion here. But I mean, I thought it was really good that you brought up the the uh, city field numbers, which I'm going to try and find. Yeah, you pull them up and talk right about now because Scherzer has always owned us. I mean, 14 games started at City Field in his career, 10 and two record, 2.14 ERA, a no hitter in there as well, a 0.896 whip. The guy has always dominated at that ballpark. And, you know, we've talked about it in the hitters episodes. That is a cavernous ballpark to hit in. And when you're facing a strikeout heavy guy like Max Scherzer, you know, getting contact is the first goal, but getting an actual hit is the second goal. He led MLB and hit per nine last year. I think that he's going to ball out every home start he has at City Field. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, Scherzer gives up a lot of homers, too. He is a bulldog on the mound. He challenges you. He doesn't walk you very often. Um, he throws a lot of pitches in the middle of the plate on occasion. He's tendency to give up the long ball. Uh, and in City Field, they're, they're going to be harder to hit. So I think that's an advantage for him um, because he'll he'll give up like, I mean, let's look at those home run totals. He gave up 23 last year, um, 18, 23, 22, 31. He led the league in 2016. Uh, he won the Cy Young that year. He won the Cy Young and led the league in giving up home runs, 31. Of the ER uh, earned runs, he gave up 75 earned runs. 31 were home runs. And I don't know how many of those were multiple runs. So, I mean, he gives up. Lots of them. Yeah. Um, because he's he's uh he's challenging people. Most of them come with nobody on base. But again, in City Field, they're harder to hit. Even if you get them, the ball doesn't, it's just a big ballpark. So yeah. So I feel like that's a, a side of the Max Scherzer beneficiary that we didn't even really think about before this episode. But I mean, we got some fun over unders for you guys as well. I really like mine. I think we'll probably both take the under on it, but I wanted to include it anyway, if you'll let me lead in here. Yeah, please do, because mine is, uh, you know, kind of predictable. So uh, I, I thought about doing innings pitch game started, whatever. I did that with DeGrom. So I was like, let me switch it up for this one. And I decided to do an over under on strikeouts. If you know Max Scherzer, like we just said, he challenges hitters. So you either bopping the ball off him or you're probably striking out with his stuff going against you. Uh, the Mets all-time single season record for strikeouts in a season is 289. My over-under is at 289.5. And the only reason I included this is because Scherzer has a 300 strikeout season under his belt. So if Scherzer can somehow replicate that, what year was that? 2018 season that he had he would become the all-time Mets single-season leader in strikeouts, usurping Jacob DeGrom, Dwight Gooden, and Tom Seaver in that path. Uh, for those wondering, DeGrom's closest season to that record was in 2018 as well, where he struck out 269 batters. So my over-under here is 289.5, just for fun. <laughs> I love it. I love that you brought that up. I did not know that. Um, I am going to take the under just, yeah. uh, just because, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I do think that he has a chance to, to push that, 
uh if he throws like he did like 220 plus innings but i don't think they're gonna let him get to that point i'm so gonna be uh, let him approach the number of innings it would take to get to that point so i'm gonna i'm gonna take the over here with the condition that if i hit this over then all the other over unders don't count and i just automatically win i think that's yeah. perfectly fair right it's perfect i think that's <laughs> So, yeah, I have the over as Scherzer uh, becoming the all-time single-season leader in Mets strikeouts. They're coming wow. at me with pitchforks now. I love it. I, 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 like, I love it, man. That's what you're <laughs> paying him for. If you're going to let him get to that point, I like it. You're gambling. Um, dig it. I, I want to dive into that maybe a little bit We're sports bit radio now. We're going with all the crazy takes. You Let's know? just say, so that year in 2016 that you referred to, uh, or 2018 that he struck out 300. Which is not too long ago. That was DeGrom's first Cy Young, and he had the 170 ERA and 32 starts. See, he was unbelievable. Yeah. There's an argument that Scherzer could have or should have won that. Yeah. Because um, he led the league in wins. He had eight. He, that year, DeGrom went 10 and nine. Scherzer went 18 and seven. Mm. Uh, Jake had the ERA, but like the, the whip. So this is what Scherzer led the league in whip, uh, batters faced strikeouts at 300 jake had 269 he had 300 strikeouts that year he also hit 12 people which led the league Fun. uh innings pitched at 220 point and two-thirds jake had 217 it's close he threw two complete games and a complete game shutout um so he and jacob only had the era at 1.7 right uh, it was unbelievable and all the other things as well also was- led the league in hit per nine led the league in strikeout per nine led the league in strikeout to walk ratio that's max yes Schaffer. i mean all the like it's wild yeah jacob close season i think obviously was better the the era plus all those indicates all the other analytics but you could have made that argument that's besides the point i, I just i remembered how close that was and Degrom still dominated it's fun to look at it's fun to look at, um, but my over-under is a lot more traditional. So we did the over-under for, for DeGrom uh, on Cy Young. For me, I did the, the nine and a half. This is going to be another Cy Young voting, and it's going to be the over-under is finishing in the top five mm. in Cy Young. So the 5.5, if you take the over, he finishes in the top five. So since 2013, when he was with Detroit, his first year winning the Cy Young. Here is his Cy Young voting. I'm eliminating the 2020 season because it doesn't exist in my world. Nice. Um, but it's, he won the Cy Young. Then he went fifth, fifth, one, one, two, three, three. So he, in 14 and 15, he finished sixth. And every other full season outside of that, he was top three. So I want the over under, will he be in the top five? in Cy Young voting. I uh, think, well, let me, let me go oh, on. And, and I, the, just a little bit is if he finishes in the top five in Cy Young voting, that is who Stevie Cohen wanted. That is who he got. The guy is a top five talent, top three talent. And that's who they paid that high average annual value contract for a short term. They want him at that peak. Yeah. So here's, here's my line of thinking uh, with DeGrom missing about, 10 starts potentially that might bring him down in the ranking. So we don't have to worry, maybe not worry about him in the top five. Maybe you have Corbin Burns in contention, Zach Wheeler in contention. I think Sandy Alcantara is going to have a really good year. I think he's in contention. Maybe Walker Bueller. That you're all being Sandy, said, Sandy fan. I'm a big Sandy guy. You're a huge, you're a huge Sandy guy. That being said, I think Max Scherzer is a 
like this is my lock over under out of all the over unders. There's awesome. no doubt in my mind that he's not top five. I'd even argue that he might be a lock for top three, just considering the past five regular seasons that you mentioned, he's been top three every single time. So yeah, I'm going to take the, I guess it would be the over in this sense. I'm taking the way over for sure. certain top five. I'm also taking the over. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a lock as well. If he's, if he makes the starts that I'm thinking he's going to make, I think it's an easy thing. Corbin Burns, Wheeler, uh, Brandon Woodruff and Burns, Ra- Woodruff and Burns from Milwaukee. You got Bueller, who's, you know, he's still not quite reached that peak that everybody thinks he is. I, I don't think. And then you have DeGrom, who's out, you know, at least for a long time. Uh, Max Freed, Logan Webb, the, these young incoming guys, like, you know, I, I he's just, he's different. And so I'll take the over too. I mean, I, I think that here's, here's a question for you. Yeah. If, if, De, if Scherzer is not in the top five of Cy Young, Cy Young voting, and maybe he has that steamer projected 3.44 ERA, are you still satisfied with that Max Scherzer season? Uh, to me, because it's a good season, but it's not a Max Scherzer season, you know, if he doesn't, if he has a full season of health, and he doesn't finish in the top five, I am not satisfied. I don't think. I, don't I think see I that. agree. I think that's like a little bit of high standard Mets fans, but at the same well, time, like that's, that's what you're paying for. Paid you know? That max value for these, these next couple of years. They want, especially this year with, you know, DeGrom possibly leaving, this is what they want. He got three years, but they wanted definitely this first year for him to be at his peak. And I think he's there, so. And I think nobody feels that burden more than Max Scherzer right now in this moment. And I don't think he feels it. You know, you use the word burden, and I don't want to pick on you for the word burden, but I don't think he feels it as a burden. I think he feels it as this is what I am, who I am. This is who I'm going to be. Yeah. We talked a lot about, like, you know, guys, like, wanting to play up to the contract that they received, wanting to play up to what people perceive them as. And I think Max Scherzer, you know, with his bulldog mentality, is going to take that in stride. I agree. I think uh, if he doesn't, if he has a full season of health, well, first of all, if he's not healthy, that's also a a dissatisfying season, even though it's out of his control. Right. But if, if he has a full season and he's not top five, I will be disappointed. And so will, so will Max and everybody. Well, that's all I got. We're done. That's it, man. That's it. We're done. From me and Jerry both, we want to thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for sticking with us for the past month, every single day for all these PPPs. This was a lot of fun, hopefully a new yearly occurrence uh, over at John Boy Media with us in Shea Station. But the regular season is about to kick off. We'll be back on Monday to recap the Nationals episode and talk about the Philly series that comes up after that. But yeah, man, we did it. Tune in. Thank you and LFGM. Let's go Mets, baby. We'll see you guys soon.